0: Hi everyone and welcome to this week's podcast and we are actually recording this on Good Friday evening so we're on the cusp of the Easter weekend, Um, a dieter's worst nightmare and I thought you know what I'm going to come on tonight and record a podcast around um, food overwhelm and panic dieting and people are absolutely terrified of easter terrified of christmas terrified of going on holidays terrified of a night out because a lot of us live within that perfectionist um dieting mode you know if it's not perfect if we're not on a straight road if we don't have no events we can't diet we can't you know this this can't work if you know if we have a night out no 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 we'll have to wait till the night out's over um and we're waiting for the straight road ahead that just literally doesn't exist so Today, I want to talk about, you know, diet overwhelm and flexibility, dieting in a way that's at you. And what prompted this was I was speaking to a one-to-one online client this morning, and she was terrified. She's pretty new. And the whole premise of her talk today was around how to cope with Easter, how our behaviors. And as you all know by now, I always say, you know, fat loss and body change is not anything to do with the diet and everything to do with the behaviors it's the diet is like a stick and plaster holding back a dam it doesn't last for very long because it's the behaviors it's the overwhelming it's it's like the (laughs) it's like the iceberg the predominant part of the iceberg sits under the water the predominant part of behavior what successful diet and body change comes from your behaviors that subconscious that you can't see that dam you know you've got to fix the dam you've got to you've got to get in behind it fix everything that's going on there first, rather than putting a wee stick and plaster called a diet over the top of it and hoping to God that it holds everything back. It won't work. It won't work for very long. And this is why people continually fail in their attempts to get leaner, to get fitter, to get stronger, to get healthier. Because number one, they're not doing it in a way that sits them and they're not fixing the behaviors that sit behind the diet, which is, you know, for instance, Easter. OK, so what happens at Easter? I know in our house, especially when my kids were young. Oh, my God, like there was maybe 20, 30 strikes and it was just a nightmare. I was actually I think Easter was worse than Christmas um, because Every time you open the fridge, you have half of an egg wrapped in tin foil, and you crack off a wee tiny edge of the the chocolate egg, and you pop it into your mouth. And that could happen umpteen times a day. And this client was really, really worried about this. Um, she had a lot. She she four kids. She so said she'd counted twenty six Easter eggs. Really panicking, going away for the weekend, you know, going to your caravan. And her caravan is a massive trigger for her because she says once she goes there, it's, it's drinks, it's nibbles, it's friends, calm, it's food, you know, it's it's relaxation. A lot of us associate relaxation with food and drink. Okay. So the big, as I say, the secret in all of this is how do you maintain and sustain your diet whilst living your life? And how do we do it in a way that you can include? You know, having a bit of a chocolate egg, having a barbecue at the weekend, having friends around for a few drinks without absolutely losing the plot and eating rings around you, eating all the youngsters eggs, if it's not nailed down, eating it and thinking, fuck it. I've absolutely ruined it now. i sure I'm as well. Go for it now and enjoy myself. And sure, I'll go back and see Tara in her online bootcamp now on Sunday weekend. I'm sure, we'll be flying then. Sure, grand, aye. And sure, I'll have a good old time this week because, you know, I work really, really hard and I deserve it. Sure, for God's sake, it's only an old chocolate egg. And you know, sure, you know the talk yourself. You know that self-talk. I know a lot of you listen to it. Know it. I call it the, procre- the perfection procrastination mindset. Can't be perfect, so it's a feck it. Let's wing it. Let's go for it here. Let's whale everything into this like there's no tomorrow, because you're going to procrastinate on doing that thing, i.e., losing that weight, getting fitter, being stronger, until you get that straight road ahead. Because if you can't be perfect, I'm sure there's not much point in doing it. Uh-uh. False. Stop right there. Not a chance. For me, with my clients, it's about coaching them to live their life. And here's the things, and I want to go through a few things that you know dieting in a way that suits you without being overwhelmed a lot of people overwhelm themselves you know they're getting their tracker out and they're tracking everything and their way and everything and then they're thinking about tomorrow and they're thinking what am i going to eat for lunch what am i going to eat for dinner oh my god i said tonight on um on we did finished off our online bootcamp tonight And I do a live Q&A on there every every Friday night at 7 o'clock and I do a Friday night at 7 o'clock for a reason to keep everybody away from the Vino and the the nibbles. So I says, you know, we were talking about, uh, about those very things that, you know, create that flexibility. Why can you not just go and wait until you're hungry? know the perfect like I'm here look I digress a wee bit because I'm talking about myself here as well because I seen the time years ago where all I did when I was on diet was think about food you know what am I gonna have for lunch oh my god is this good food oh my god is this good oh my god I had a bar of chocolate that's me that's not good that's me off my diet I'm freaked oh my god sure I may as well eat another, in fact, I'll eat the, the whole multi pack of bars And I'll forget, she'll get a Chinese tonight too, and I'll get a bottle of wine, and she sure may as well enjoy it and get back tomorrow, you know, be back on track tomorrow. That mentality, that, as I say, perfection or procrastination. I will procrastinate and doing it until I can be perfect. And it's so wrong. And, you know, overwhelming yourself. I'm starting my diet. And so when I start my diet, everything has to be perfect. The youngsters are scrambling through the cupboards because you have taken every biscuit, every crisp, every nice little thing that they loved and that you love out of the house for fear that you'll get stuck into them and you'll not be bogged down and you'll not be able to get up again. You know, that overwhelm, it's it's, it's what I call dieting overwhelm. And whenever I coach clients, I want to give you a few simple tips and techniques. First of all, okay, stop panicking take a deep breath this isn't you don't have to do this in one day or one week or two weeks or three weeks and the chances are it's taken years if you've got a few stone on to get to where you are you know it didn't happen the fat fairies didn't come and wallop it all on you in a week you know so calm the digger settle the head and realize this is a journey first and foremost so i know you're still going to die <laughs> you're still going to go on an aggressive diet but I'm, i want you to settle, settle the head Say to yourself, right, number one, when was the last time I actually went through my day and wasn't triggered to eat until my stomach growled and I felt that I was hungry? So when did that happen? And if you're struggling to think when that happened, the chances are you are eating definitely not for, for intuitively out of genuine hunger, you're eating from somewhere else, whether it be emotions, whether it be habit, you know, whether it be reward um so f- figure that out only you know what that is and note make a mental note to yourself what that is to get to that place as I always say to my clients where you don't feel that you have to be planned there's very few people prep food all the time I, I know I definitely don't and to get to the point where you open your fridge in the evening and um, you don't know what you're starving the children in what's for dinner mommy and you're looking in the fridge going Jesus Christ, there's nothing to eat in this house. And the old me and most of my clients will say, sure, we'll go to the Chinese or we'll go to the chippy or we'll go and we'll grab something quick. And so that's the perfect excuse. You would never think maybe the the, the few stray stray eggs in a box and maybe a tomato in the bottom of the fridge and you might have a a few slices of bread in your bread bin of ever thinking maybe I'll scramble a couple of eggs you know maybe I'll chop up a bit of tomatoes maybe I'll do a wee quick omelet here um, toast a few slices of bread have some scrambled eggs with maybe some tomatoes a bit of onion peppers um a nice bit of grated cheese over it and a slice of bread and think well sure that's a good solid meal but we're always waiting for this perfect meal and this perfect way to eat and it doesn't exist and the quicker and the sooner you realize that the less overwhelmed you'll be the more relaxed you'll be and the conversation today with my client was based around that she was saying oh Tara she's oh my god we go to the caravan and we go to this big cafe and there's never nothing to eat and what if I'm hungry and you know and, and I come in and the temptation's there and you know I really really think right if I just have a sandwich I'll be grand or a bowl of soup but I see the scones and I see the tray bakes and I and, and even though my 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 self-talk is have something healthy. I can never resist the temptation of the buns and the biscuits or whatever. And I said, well, just, just, just have the scone, just have the scone. You know, don't, don't fight that and realize, well, okay, you know, my maintenance calories are 2000. The scone's probably five or 600. Okay. Five or 600, but I know I can still have my lunch later and I can still have my dinner and you're not, annihilating yourself mentally by thinking oh my god oh I have this gone and ruined it now I've undone all my hard work there's 600 calories gone your maintenance calories for the day are 2000 and in your head and you don't have to take a tracker out to do this common sense well I know I can go home I can have some lunch um I can go and have my dinner this evening plenty calories to do me the rest of the day and I might even have a few calories left for a glass of wine and that's okay but it's these rules and regulations we've set up around ourselves, you know, Oh, I have to have breakfast and my breakfast has to be porridge oats and it has to be, you know, scrambled eggs and, you know, I have to have this and I have to have that. It doesn't matter what you eat for breakfast, have a dinner for breakfast, have your leftover curry from the night before for breakfast. Your stomach doesn't know, doesn't give a hoot whether it's a breakfast cereal. You know, there's days I would have leftover roast beef from the night before and a handful of nuts for my breakfast you know I don't think and I keep saying this to my client feel that you have to have this perfect larder full of perfect breakfast food perfect lunch food perfect dinner food eat what's there just ask yourself oh what I've got but no big deal stop panicking about what you don't have in the house have to have this and so many people say oh I wasn't organized I was rushing in from work and I was doing this and I was doing that like, that's got all to do with what you put in your mouth it's a choice you make in that moment in time, whether you're in that cafe with your friend and you decide, OK, well, I'm, I'm going to have this gone, That's no biggie. It's only five or 600 calories. You know, you may not be able to have your stated breakfast, lunch and dinner that day that might have to replace a meal, but you still have plenty of calories for the rest of the day to eat nutritiously well. And you think about it this way. If 80% of your calories in the week are nutrient dense, one well, scone not going to knock you off kilter. It's not going to make you fat. But people in their head have these rules and regulations set up around diets, set up around food, set up about meal timing. I have to eat cereal for breakfast. I have to have porridge for breakfast. Sometimes I have porridge for my dinner. You know, there's some days, as I say, you know, I might need to five o'clock in the day. There's the, it doesn't matter. There's no rules. You don't have to time your, your food at certain times. You don't have to eat cereal for breakfast and, you know, have roast beef meat and veg for dinner. You know, eat whatever you want, as long as 80% of your calories are nutrient dense. And ultimately, if it's fat loss is your goal, as long as you are in a calorie deficit, that is the primary consideration when it comes to fat loss. So don't mentally beat yourself up if, you know, if you can't have the perfect meal and you can't have the choice. It's like another client had said that she was at a wake and there was nothing but um, <laughs> there's nothing but tray bakes and sandwiches. And, and she was absolutely, oh, you, you, you would swear, you know, somebody stole her child. Oh, what do, I want to do? What do, I want to do? I going, Jesus Christ, just eat the feckin' sandwiches. Just have a, a, a round of sandwiches. And if you want a tray bake, have the tray bake. Just don't eat all the feckin' tray bakes and don't eat all the sandwiches and then decide that perfectionist procrastination mindset again. Oh, sure, I sure might as well go home now and have a Chinese and a bottle of wine just to finish it off just eat it and sit down and relax your head and realise it's only one sandwich, it's only one tray bake. it's not going to make you fat, certainly not going to make you overweight. It's the behaviours that usually occur from that trigger of eating that that does the damage for a lot of women. And again, it's the rules, it's the regulations, have to eat three meals a day, have to do this, have to do that. You know, the most liberating thing for me as a woman was realizing well actually breakfast isn't the most important meal of the day in fact breakfast was adding extra calories to my day that I didn't even need because I was getting up whiffing breakfast onto me that actually I'm not a breakfast. actually made me nauseous I don't I get up in the morning the last thing I ever wants food so learning to wait until you're hungry and then eat and then learning that oh god I don't actually have lunch with me so I have to go down to center here what I'm going to pick I'm, going, I'm probably going to have a sandwich here. Okay, grand. Okay, what's the best choice of sandwiches? Well, there's a chicken salad sandwich. Check the calories on the back of the chicken salad sandwich. Four or five hundred calories. Grand, happy days. I'll have that. I'll have a banana. You know, i have a bottle of mineral or a bottle of water. There we go. Five, six hundred calories. Boom, done. Nobody died. doesn't have to trigger you to think, oh, ruin me diet. I didn't have my um, quinoa and chicken breast with my three portions of plant food. You know, a lot of us are very irrational when it comes to dieting. you know, and, and if you look and I often say this, if you look at people who, who, are, who are lean and, and they eat junk food, they don't think the way you think. You know, they sit down and they think, right, I'm hungry. What am I going to eat? Oh, I think I'll have I think I'll have a packet of Haribo or I think I'll have a bar of chocolate and they eat the chocolate bar and they eat the Haribo and it clearly fills them up. But they're not then going thinking, well, I'll, I'll binge now the rest of the day because I had a really bad day. That's not the way. They just eat that. Now, they're not going home and eating, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner and Haribo and chocolate and the Chinese and all the, you know, that's all they're eating. Their energy balance is in alignment because they're clearly not overfat and they're at normal healthy weight. Now, the quality of their food may be horrendous, but their energy, their calorie intake is on point. Quality of food possibly could be doing work with, absolutely, for micronutrient content. But they're lean because their energy balance, they're not panicking. And it's getting that mentality and that, civil war that people have going on in their head around food time oh what am I going to do I have to eat out oh my god I'm going to tomorrow night. what am I going to do oh panic panic calm down calm down <laughs> that's my mantra for this podcast calm the hell down somebody says to me once and I thought of his class keep your powder dry Tara you got to keep your powder dry around food calm down it's only food and I'd said this earlier it's amazing the control that something as lifeless as food has over people you know you would never allow another human being to control you or control your emotions or control you know rent space in your head but for some reason people let food rent a huge amount of space in their head diets that's i'm, I'm on my diet today i'm not on my diet today i had a bad day that's bad food can't I? that that it's exhausting it's exhausting i listen to some people someday and, and i swear to god I feel like somebody stood me up, turned me around a million times and sat me down again. My head's spinning. I'm exhausted. It's like, would you ever calm down? It's only food. It's only food. It's amazing the emotional connection some people have around food. So take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. If you're going out for a a cafe for coffee with your friend and you want the cake, have the bloody cake. If you want the scone, have the scone. If you're on a fat loss program and you really want this gone, just track in the calories for it. Now you might have to forgo a lunch for it. No biggie and you may be hungrier, but nobody's dead. You know, you're still in alignment, your calories are still on point. Go home and have your dinner later on. Let it go. It's okay. It's fine. Um, you know, if you're if you're eating out with friends and you love eating out and you're used to ordering whatever you want of the menu, you may have to make different choices again, you know. I often say you've got to think of your non-negotiables in your life, things that you can't live without, um, things that you will include in your diet um, and you'll include within your calories just to have those things because you enjoy them. And for me, it's chocolate. For me, it is wine, um, maybe a beer, maybe um, what else do we like doing, eating out. And I'm not going to stop doing that. And, you know, what I try to get my clients to do is to chill out and relax and coach them around the real life stuff, like having a meal out and enjoying it. Going away this weekend. And if you are stopping in a cafe, have this gone. Fine. No problem. You know, take your calories back to maintenance calories over a weekend instead of dieting all the time. That's OK, too. In fact, maintenance, sitting at maintenance calories is really, really good. Like I have a couple of clients this week and we're back, they're back on maintenance calories and they um up their steps this week and last week so that they don't do so much damage and they're probably going to walk when they're away at their holiday homes this weekend or away in their caravans or going to be walking more and the reality is the only damage will be done will be in their own head to themselves you know if they start thinking that you know that glass of wine is the undoing of my diet i'll start my diet tomorrow oh, i'll abandon today start tomorrow this self-talk that's destructive you know the diet and the food living in your head 24/7, that's destructive. You know, having a scone is not destructive. Having a glass of wine is not destructive. It's that mental civil war you have going on in your head, and it is exhausting. It must be exhausting. I want you to stay free for yourselves from that. Um, next next week, this is Friday, the 15th of April. I'm recording this, and um, we are taking a week off our boot camp. Um, we're going to have a, a few days to chill out and relax. And we're back in our bootcamp on Sunday week. And I've, I've decided that we're going to bring more sort of behavior change content into the course, because, you know, a lot of people on the break off, they go and they say, well... Tara's not checking me in today so I have a week off in fact she's not checking me in now for another two weeks so I'll go and I'll eat the head of myself now for two weeks and drink like a fish and then I'll try and claw back a couple of days and she'll be grand she'll be grand she'll, she'll, no and it's like people who go to and World and Weight Watchers they go nil by mouth two days before the weigh-in and you know they take off they go and do a pee they go and do a poo they take off their earrings they take off their jackets they wear the lightest things hoping that you know And then their own head, they think, well, actually, I know I'm not losing fat here. It's just like I'm taking stuff off. So it's not going to weigh in the scale. So be sensible about this, ladies. You know, we're smart women, but by Jesus, we are incredibly stupid when it comes to diet and stuff. And the things we tell ourselves, you know, please stop. You're wrecking your head. And I know (laughs) it's this conversation with my clients earlier in the online boot camp. So, If you are interested in not wrecking your head anymore, if you're interested in a sensible, practical approach to losing weight and get off this yo-yo, I keep saying it, it's not normal to be dieting all the time. My end goal for my clients is to stop, to stop them from this behavior, this mental warfare that they have going on in their head to free themselves once and for all from dieting and from this poor body image um, that they have around their body. But making sure that you're healthy, making sure that your nutrition's good. Usually when you're eating well, you feel good. That gut-brain axis is really fire and that super information highway of good gut hormones is got onto the brain and vice versa. That's really important for us. Our health's really important. So if you want to come on board, get strong, get fit, and as a byproduct of that get leaner, come on, join us. I would love, love to coach you. Um, it's amazing the amount of people have listened to this podcast, have jumped on our bit camp and uh, we have great conversations. So I coach it. I coach all the workouts. I am instructor led. I talk you through them, whether you've never put one foot in front of the other, you've never done a squat in your life to somebody who's goblet squatting 25 kgs i pitch it to every level so you've got to come on board and free yourself from this tyranny <laughs> that you have and bullying yourself um to get to this golden whip that you have in your head that you're probably never going to get to anyway but um but look yeah I'd love to I'd love to get you on board um the other thing as well I wanted hopefully this goes live live before it happens I get so many messages and so many questions from you guys around menopause as a woman who's going through it um there's definitely a lot of changes and there's definitely special considerations around your diet and around your fitness that need addressed and I do get so many questions from women and you know me as subtle as a brick wall um I'll answer them straight. There's no namby-pamby and I'll tell you what's what. I'll be very much always guided around evidence-based nutrition and some people don't like to hear what I have to say but if that makes somebody sit up and take account and take responsibility for what they're putting in their mouth and their lack of movement then happy days. That's good. That's that's what we want. So um, the menopause webinar, it's a free like webinar. Well, it's actually not a webinar, it's a Zoom. It's actually a bloody Zoom. We're doing that next Friday night um at eight o'clock and it's free and you can come in and you can join it and you can listen. And even if you register and you can't make the live um, the live chat or the live workshop, I will be, um, I'll be recording it. So I'll email it out to you next morning as soon as we get the recording through so that you don't miss it and you can listen back to the time it's at you. So yeah, there's two things. Come join me um, for my online bootcamp um, or you can coach if you think you're past that and you need me to be your new best friend and coach you a lot every step of the way, then one-to-one VIPs for you. But a good starting point is to come on the menopause webinar Zoom next Friday night, eight o'clock. And I'll have to post it all over social media for the next week with a link to sign up. Um, and you once you sign up you put your name your address or your name your email address your phone number and your biggest challenge right now and um, it'll automatically send you through the link to the to the zoom chat and sure, hopefully I'll chat to you next Friday night. And thank you so much for for, for logging in. You'll probably get this when Easter's over. But I think there's a few pointers in there around that panicking and that overwhelm and that fit mental fatigue around diet and the rules and regulations around food and what foods diet food and you have to eat this. You don't. Thank God. Thank the Lord God you don't. But anyway, I'm going to love you and leave you all. Thank you so much um if you like my podcast give me a wee mention share it on your Instagram um come and talk to me on Instagram come and talk to me on Facebook come and talk to me on stories you just know where I am I write a fresh blog every week as well so I upload my blogs every week I do my podcast every week I have tons of free content um uh, all over my uh, website www.targroundsfitness.com. Um There's been eBooks, fat loss eBooks. If you want to download them, it's all there. It's the one-stop shop. So, have a great week, everybody, and I will chat to you all soon.